Hello, and welcome to the This Happened Today in History podcast. I am your host, Mr. Miller. This podcast will cover a number of topics that happened on this date in history. Please visit the podcast webpage at thishappentoday.buzzsprout.com. There you can download the notes page, which will help you organize the information, as well as develop your own ideas on how these events change the world around us. If you're interested in hearing more, please consider subscribing so you will not miss out on what happens tomorrow in history. Today is April 10th. Written in 1925, F. Scott Fitzgerald's The Great Gatsby is widely considered to be one of the author's greatest works. Set in New York City and Long Island during the Roaring Twenties, the focus of this story is, of course, its title character, Jay Gatsby, and his unswerving desire to be reunited with Daisy Buchanan, the love he lost five years earlier. However, Nick Carraway, who happens to be both Gatsby's neighbor and Daisy's cousin, narrates Gatsby's journey from poverty to wealth into the arms of his beloved and eventually to death. The Great Gatsby is undoubtedly one of the greatest American literary literary documents of the 1920s, the decade for which Fitzgerald himself coined the term Jazz Age. However, in the writing of the book, Fitzgerald was in fact holding up a mirror to the society of which he was a part. In true modernist fashion, The Great Gatsby addresses the social issues of the period, namely materialism and displaced spirituality that ultimately led to the decline of the era. The novel's initial sales situation was less than impressive. Fewer than 25,000 copies were sold by Fitzgerald's death in 1940. But The Great Gatsby gained great popularity during World War II as the critical mainstream began to embrace the author's work. The Armed Services edition circulated over 150,000 copies to troops alone. Today, The Great Gatsby has sold over 25 million copies worldwide, sells an additional 500,000 copies annually, and is Scribner's most popular title. Ranked number two on the Modern Library's list of the best 100 novels of the 20th century, the novel is also listed on their top 100 novels, as well as the Observer's all-time 100 best novels and Time Magazine's 100 best novels. The Great Gatsby has resulted in a number of adaptations, including Baz Luhrmann's 2013 major motion picture starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Tobey Maguire, Carrie Mulligan, and Joel Edgerton. In 1912, the Titanic set sail on her maiden voyage from Southampton to New York. The Titanic has been described as the world's most luxurious floating hotel and was only five days out when she hit an iceberg and sank in the Atlantic with the loss of many lives. Originally published in the Manchester Guardian on 11th of April 1912, the White Star Liner Titanic, which left Southampton for New York yesterday on her first Atlantic voyage, surpasses in size and luxury, but especially in luxury, anything else afloat. if not also the Waldorf Astoria and the Royal Automotive Club. The information that she is 883 feet long, 104 feet deep or high from keel to bridge, and displaces about 60,000 tons of water probably means no more to most of us than the astronomer's assurance that the sun is 90 million miles away, and much less probably than the statement that a rudder is as tall as six or seven story building, weighs more than 200 than 100 tons, and swings on pintles nearly a foot thick. But the appointments of the ship make one realize how remote the sea and its associations are from up-to-date Atlantic passenger. Squash rackets courts, Turkish baths, gymnasiums, swimming baths, electric passenger lifts, reception rooms, Ritz-Carlton restaurants, concert halls, Parisian cafes, and French trellis work with ivy creepers, parlor suites with private promenade decks. Could anything be so much more foreign to old-fashioned people's ideas of sea voyage? 
Still, to do them justice, the designers of the Titanic, preoccupied though they were with the taste of cosmopolitan millionaires, have made at least one small concession to those of us who regard the sea as something better than a dreary slum surrounding a great Babylon hotel. We learn from one enthusiastic description that on the upper promenade deck, one can look through the windows and safely sheltered from contact from the outer air, obtain a full view of the sea, so much appreciated by passengers. Let us be grateful for that kindly provision. In 1971, the U.S. table tennis team began a week-long visit to the People's Republic of China, the PRC, at the invitation of China's communist government. The well-publicized trip was in part of the PRC's attempt to build closer diplomatic relations with the United States and was the beginning of what some pundits in the United States referred to as ping-pong diplomacy. Diplomatic relations between the United States and the PRC ended in 1949 when the U.S. severed ties with the new communist government that had taken power. Throughout the 1950s and 60s, the United States and the PRC remained enemies. During the Korean War, they clashed militarily, and during the 1960s, they supported opposing sides in the conflict in Vietnam. By the late 1960s, however, the communist leadership in the PRC began to rethink its policy towards the United States. Several factors motivated China to reconsider its relationship with the United States. Chinese officials hoped that closer relations with the United States might provide a very useful counterweight in Chinese relations with Russia. Chinese communists were concerned that the Soviets were deviating from the Marxist hardline, and Soviet and Chinese troops engaged in some brief but bloody border skirmishes in 1969. The Chinese desire for U.S. trade was another factor motivating the reestablishment of diplomatic ties. The invitation to the U.S. table tennis team in April of 1971 was a friendly gesture indicating that Chinese hoped for a general easing of tensions. The ping-pong diplomacy worked. In 1972, in June of 1972, President Richard Nixon made a historic visit to China to begin talks about re-establishing diplomatic relations. The Chinese table tennis team also toured America, causing short-lived craze for table tennis. You have been listening to the This Happened Today in History podcast. I thank you for listening and I hope that you have enjoyed learning about historical events from the past. Thank you to the following websites for their information regarding today's topics. ThePeopleHistory.com, The Great Gatsby at Biblio.com, The Titanic Sets Sail from TheGuardian.com, and U.S. Table Team begins a week-long visit to the People's Republic of China at History.com. The music used as the background track for this podcast is Americana, created by Kevin McLeod on Incompetech.com. If you enjoyed this information and would like to hear more, please consider subscribing as this will keep the historical events in your feed in the morning for each day. I hope you have a great day.